This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the seminal. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you. Our producer is Jake Chapman. Lots to cover on this edition of Magic Drive Time. Orlando Magic uh, practice facility by Advent Health is open. Guys have been going in. Uh, we'll touch on that as well. Also, the end of the last dance. What do we do with ourselves now? That was our that was our sports fix here for the last five Sundays. So that comes to a close. Uh, we'll touch on that as well. We'll give you our robust podcast lineup for the entire week. And coming up in the next segment here after the break, uh, you're going to hear an excerpt from Jameer Nelson, who was our guest on Magic Pod Squad, and an excerpt from Fernando Medina. And this is very interesting. Fernando Medina, of course, was uh, took, the, took the photograph of the last shot, Michael Jordan hitting that last shot. He catches up with Jake Chapman. Uh, as we resume Magic Weekly. So uh, you certainly don't want to miss that. So a lot of fun in the second segment. The Orlando Magic and Papa John's have partnered together to support Second Harvest Food Bank, 50% off the sales on orders at papajohns.com or on the Papa John's app through May 20 will be donated when you use promo code MAGICGIVE. So order today. And again, 50% of the sales on orders at papajohns.com or on the Papa John's app through May 20 will be donated when you use promo code MAGICGIVE, order today. And with that, we bring in our producer, Jake Chapman. And Jake, we'll start with the practice uh, facility, the Advent Health practice facility that was open last week. I believe it was Wednesday. Uh, Magic players on a volunteer basis were allowed to go back into the practice facility and resume workouts as they saw fit. Again, we're not privy to the information who all went. We know guys have gone. We saw video footage of Nick Vucevic. Uh, we saw his message. We saw uh, him working out and, and being back in the facility again. Uh, what does that mean? We have no idea, Jake. It's it's not. We have no updates. We have no further news. We have, don't know how closer we are, if at all. But I gotta think, in the grand scheme of things, if there's an opportunity to get back to playing basketball, and if this NBA season does have a chance at resuming, that the ability for players to work out has to start. So at least it's a step, right? At least. This has to be a positive step in the potential of an NBA season resuming. So at least from that standpoint, uh, it was good. It was at least good to see the doors open and see Vooch in there getting up shots. Yeah, I think it's uh, the, that's the basis of it's the first step towards getting back to what we consider normal D. And obviously, everything has been thrown, you know, for a loop over the last what two months now. But right. we're starting. You're starting to sort of see a little bit of daylight at the end of the tunnel. Again, doesn't mean anything. We don't have any decisions made just yet. And as we keep saying, we know that the data is going to guide us, not a date right. uh, specifically, right. but it, it's good to just get a sense of uh, some sort of sense of normalcy. And it's got to be great for those guys. You know, one of the things that's been so weird about all of this is, you know, yes, you have to work out at home and you have to sort of approximate trying to be a professional athlete um, without the resources that you're used to. But I got to think, getting out of your house and just getting back to your yes. workplace. And you and I are kind of dealing with that right now, trying to figure out how to work from home and, and, and creating a new routine on a day-to-day -day basis. We know these guys are creatures of habit. Walking through those doors, getting back, to the lighting, the smell of the gym, all that stuff yeah, has to right. sort of 
sort of bring them back to um, to the season. And it, it does feel like it's been months now. It, it has been months, but it feels like it's been even longer than that um, since we since we were in the middle of that season. So I'm sure they're excited about getting back out there. And I'm sure it's just it's just kind of a reminder that you know it wasn't that long ago that we were just sort of. Uh, plugging along and and trying to get to the end of the regular season. Um, so it, it, it's a good step in the right direction for sure. No, it certainly is. And listen, there's going to be a learning curve and you've done a great job on uh, on the high performance podcast, which, which we'll, you know, we'll do with a little less regularity here moving forward. But just talking to the training staff and the high performance staff and what all is going to go into getting these players conditioning back when they are able to start resuming uh, on-court activity. So so we're still a ways away from that. It's going to take a while for them to get back into playing shape much sooner than you or I would take to get into playing shape of any kind. So that's encouraging, at least from that standpoint. But again, we have no idea a timetable. We have no idea if. We have no idea when. We have no idea where. We still don't have all those answers. And and in some regards, we don't know any more than we did a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, uh, as far as uh, finishing this season. But it was encouraging to hear, uh, you know, you hear excerpts uh, from Adam Silver's call with players, from Adam Silver's call with ownership. And and there there is a desire and an excitement to try to find a way to finish this season. So I do think that that is exciting from that standpoint. And if there is a way to do it, I do trust that Adam Silver, as we have said many times, will will find a way to do it. And, and now we just we just kind of got to wait. And it was encouraging too, Jake. I think the last thing, again, we don't know what to make of it, but he kind of did say, Adam Silver, that he's going to make a decision whether we move forward here sometime in the next three to four weeks. So, so I think at least optimism from NBA fans, sports fans, uh, and all of us, you know, employees, whatever, we, we may have a decision. What it looks like, we have no idea, but we may have a decision uh, and may have an answer sometime in the next three to four weeks. Isn't that kind of the, the toughest part sometimes, D, is just the, the waiting, right? You just sure, want to sure. know, you just want a sense of, of what direction we're headed. And obviously, you know, it's necessary right now for us to wait and uh, wait for more for more information before we make what is, is going to be a very big decision uh, as far as Adam Silver goes. But yeah, sometimes it's just, just, just tell me one way or the other. Right. Uh, let me, let me make some plans and figure out what's going on. But like I said, we, we know why um, it, it, there's been a delay in, in this decision-making and how big a decision it will be when it finally comes. Yeah, Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here. This is Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. The Magic joined the NBA and Fanatics to launch branded cloth face coverings. All Magic proceeds go to benefit the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. They do terrific work. These face coverings are available in both adult and youth sizes as a single or three-pack and in various styles. Check them out at orlandomagicshop.com. That's orlandomagicshop.com, and you can get yours. Okay, let's get into it. The last dance, the finale uh, there's a lot being broken down about you know how it was done and Michael Jordan and his staff had final say and what do you make of it. But all of that aside, the hearing from the man himself, seeing actual footage from the 98 playoffs all the way back to when he was a rookie in 80, uh, 98 playoffs all the way back to when he was a rookie in 84, seeing all this footage, finding out really how close he and Ahmad Richard were, <laughs> finding – you know, that, that story from Steve Kerr last night that was just gut-wrenching. I, I mean, just all the stories, the footage, the access that we were privy to the last five weeks, Jake, was just phenomenal. I, you know, you can, you can everyone can critique the, the style of the documentary and going back and forth and all that. But, you know, for that's for another time. But just the access that we had, the stories we heard, the footage we saw was just sensational in my opinion. 
I think my favorite part, Dean, and I know you you appreciated this. How about after the conference finals against the Pacers when Larry comes out and what yes. and what Jordan says to him, which, which was, um, you know, I don't need to repeat it right now, but that was, but it was great. And I and I turned to my roommate last night and I said he can't he can't cut him a break. He Larry, if I'm Larry, I'm going. Mike, I'm a coach now for crying out loud. Right, right. Like, it's but you know what we don't know? In the 80s, we know but that's and my first thought was, what did Larry say to Michael when they beat them in the playoffs? Who knows? And that might have been, you know what I mean? That that might have been seven, eight years in the making, <laughs> those those comments. That, that, that's that been festering for him. But you're exactly right, Jake. Uh, that that was fun. I think, I think you're right. Look, I – my critique, because I didn't mind the way they did the timeline. I thought that was probably necessary. You're trying to tell a whole bunch of stories here, and even 10 hours wasn't enough based on the amount of footage that they right. had. I'm sure they left a right. lot of it on the cutting room floor. Um, my The only thing that I wanted more of, I thought there were a, a few pieces of the story that they could have scratched a little bit deeper um, beneath the surface. Like I thought Phil Jackson was was such an integral part in all of this, and especially when you're talking about when you're talking about Jerry Krause and the way it all fell apart after '98, or really that whole last season of '98. I thought we could have gotten a little bit more information from Phil, and I know Phil. You know, he he usually saves the private information for his books. Um, yeah, true. This is true. And that's coming. You don't think he doesn't have a book coming out after this? You're right. You're right. Absolutely. He's got. There are a lot more uh, uh, stories that have seen the light of day now that he can touch on. Um, but no, it was look. I, if you were looking for an investigative, you know, documentary, then it probably wasn't necessarily for you. What was great about this was Mike doesn't talk very much, and we right. got Mike talking right. about all of this stuff. And some of those moments, you just got to appreciate those moments. You never see what Michael Jordan told Larry Bird uh, as head yes. coach of the of the Pacers after the conference finals, or the stuff with Rodman. I thought they did a really great job um, on the Rodman stuff. The, my, my one complaint, and you and I talked about this, was I feel like Jerry Krause was sort of unfairly maligned over right. the course of, of, of the 10 episodes. And I think we touched on this a little bit at the end last night, and a lot of people are talking about it last night and this morning. You know, Jerry Reinsdorf, as owner of the team, sort of skirted any responsibility. And finally, yes, Mike yes. addressed it at the end of the last episode. He's like, you know, Reinsdorf could have made this thing happen. Um, and I thought, and if you get a chance, check out Casey Johnson, who works for NBC Sports in Chicago, has Jerry Krause's memoirs, and he's been releasing um, uh, sort of excerpts from the memoirs as the series has gone, and at least giving oh, wow. some perspective of what Krause thought. Obviously, he passed away, what, I think two or three years ago now. Yes, so right. he doesn't have a chance to defend himself, and he does deserve a little bit more praise than I think we're giving him for yes. putting this whole thing together and probably a little less blame for it all falling apart. But you're right, especially in this time right now, D. I, I mean, we all sort of needed something to, to rally around in the last five weeks. Uh, it's been cool to have appointment viewing back in my life again. That's yeah, sure. no, it really has. You're right. We haven't had to do that in DVR, and, and this doesn't hold up. You wanted to you wanted to be in the conversation as it was happening, and and I think I thought it was nice that they put Scottie Pippen's comments because it seemed to be he was the most upset with Jerry Krause, and and he said, "Listen, you got to say he's the best GM." Yeah, you know, and, and they at least did have those comments in there, and and but I think two things that stood out. I I, I think the enormity of being Michael Jordan, as we've discussed, and mm -hmm. and it weighed on him the fact that people might not have liked him, and, and mm -hmm. just how worked up he got at the end of I think it was episode seven or eight, whatever it was, maybe seven, um, when, when just posed the question, "Were you too hard on guys?" and just. Hey, I, he just didn't know any other way. And the fact that that could even be an option, that somebody may not like him because his goal is to win and be the best, and he dragged every one of those guys with him and made incredible lives that some of them are still 
reaping the benefits of. I think of Steve Kerr in Golden State. You know, uh, is, is Steve Kerr a better coach than anybody else? But no, but but he's got the acumen. He's got the he's got the rings. He's got the you know, he's battle tested because of you know, and he, and he played a big part in it, and made big shots as well. But uh, you know, just everybody that was able to capitalize on being a teammate of Michael Jordan. And the, the thought that that might have been hard for guys, that really weighed on him. And then the other thing is, you know, they, they tell you about Bill Russell, right? He won 11 championships in 13 years. But if you talk to him, the only thing he wants to talk about is the two that he didn't win. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan left us with thinking they, there could have been a way to get it done. Reinsdorf Kraus could have brought everybody back and we would have won a seventh ring. And I got the feeling, Jake, that that bothers him. All this other stuff, Gary Payton and laughing at LeBradford Smith and Gary Payton and really ruining Gary Payton, <laughs> in, my, in my opinion. Uh, and then, you know, getting back and forth with Reggie Miller. But but it's just the, the how much that weighed on, you know, his dislike for Isaiah Thomas, but but how much it weighed on him that they didn't get a chance to go for, for the four-peat and try to win that seventh championship. Yeah, it's six for six, and all I could think about is seven, right? Yeah. Isn't that a perfect yeah. way to describe Michael Jordan? And going back to your first point, D, because I, I think it's a great point. Um, what I think it was episode seven or eight, where you saw at the end him just – he's unable to wrap his head around how people could view him negatively, you know, sort of in that context. Isn't that something that we always talk about players today? Oh, they think too much about – uh, about what people think of them. Back in the day, nobody, you know, it was just it was uh, singular focus for people like Mike. Well, no, it's it all it's human nature to care what people think about you. Yes, nobody it wants right. to feel like a villain, and so yeah, you're going to trample, you know, over some people on your way to go in six for six. Um, but it is, you know, Mike was an absolute machine, and he's and, and he's one of the most incredible competitors we've ever seen. But he's also a human, and if nothing else, I think we saw a little bit of that over the last, uh, uh, you know, 10 hours of this documentary, right, um, that, right. yeah, stuff like that does bother a guy like that. And I think revealing it, and granted, I, they didn't go too deep into the human side. I mean, this was a basketball sure. documentary. But I do think getting a, a, a little bit of that, a fragment of that, as far as Michael Jordan goes, that goes a long way. Because like I said, he does not reveal much of that to us um, very often. So I thought that was pretty powerful. No, and it humanized him. You're exactly right. And it showed that raw emotion and captured it in the moment. And I thought, yeah, okay, I, I do want to win at all costs, but but uh, I, you know, I want them to be on board and I want them to want it for themselves as well. And, and I had to drag them along and it was, it was just powerful. The whole thing was powerful, much appreciated, came at a great time and, and kind of sad that it is over. But hopefully it ends at the right time and maybe, maybe we are taking steps uh, towards the resumption of, of live sports and into an NBA season. Buffalo Wild Wings has new boneless wings now with more meat and less breading. These new boneless wings will make any naysayer into an I want some more boneless wingsayer. They're meatier, juicier, and just way better than before. So become a boneless believer and order B-dubs, new boneless wings at buffalowildwings.com, available for takeout and delivery. And make sure you check that out now. We'll be back in a moment here with more Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center on 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. 
Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limits. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Somewhere out there, there's a man on a park bench eating his 500th PB&J. He has no idea Papa John's has new papadillas that are way better than a boring sandwich. With Papa John's best meats, cheeses, and veggies hand-folded into a crispy flatbread crust. Someone better tell that man. Get a new papadilla in one of four flavors for just six bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, better than a sandwich. Papa John's. Not valid with discount fees and taxes. Extra prices may vary. Hey, Magic fans, are you holding your phone right now? As of January 1, 2020, motorists can be stopped and issued a citation for texting and driving. Motorists can also be cited for not using their device in a hands-free manner when in school and work zones. One text can take your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's like driving twice the length of a basketball court with your eyes closed. To win while driving, you must focus. Put it down and focus on driving to arrive alive. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and and motor vehicles. At Advent Health, nothing is more important to us than you. That's why we're making it easy for you to get the care you need. If you're not feeling well, you can talk with one of our medical specialists through a live video chat, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right from the comfort of your own home. Simply download the Advent Health app and request an appointment. The Advent Health app is available now. Simply IOA is home and auto insurance you buy online in three minutes or less. And we're proud to be the official insurance broker of the Orlando Magic. Simply IOA lets you compare policies from the nation's most trusted insurance companies, receive quotes, and buy coverage all in less than three minutes. So you'll have more time to cheer on the Orlando Magic. Visit simplyioa.com magic. Simply IOA is powered by Insurance Office of America. During challenging times, it's important to know we're in this together. OUC is here with you. We've reduced rates and expanded assistance programs to support residential and small business customers. We're looking ahead as storm season approaches and staying prepared to keep the lights on and clean water flowing. We're here with you because being the reliable one has never mattered more than when everything around us is unpredictable. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down to baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. This is Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time with Dante Marchitelli. Welcome back to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. The Magic and Papa John's have partnered together to support Second Harvest Food Bank. 50% of the sales on orders at papajohns.com or on the Papa John's app through May 20 will be donated when you use the promo code Magic Give. That's Magic Give. So order today. If you go to orlandomagic.com slash podcast, you will get our robust 
podcast lineup, and we're going to give you an excerpt right now. Resumption of Magic Weekly with Jake Chapman, and he caught up with Orlando Magic team photographer Fernando Medina, who was uh, had a quite a big uh, appearance and a big role in the last dance last night. Here's an excerpt from that. And we're just in there, and all of a sudden, Jordan walks in, sits down at the piano. There's there's champagne. There's there's cigars. Um, everybody's scrambling to start, you know, getting the pictures, getting the video. The the film crews pull cam uh, pull uh, lamps, and they're holding lamps up to light the scene because it was a very dark room, and uh, it was just crazy. It was the most surreal moment of my life. I mean, I had no idea it was going to happen. I didn't deserve to be there. Um, it was just crazy. And that night I learned something very important that um, it, maybe you should just go with the flow sometimes and do as you're told and uh, you never know what's going to happen because it was just amazing. I mean, to be sitting uh, sitting there at the foot of Michael Jordan's uh, piano bench and he's just uh, banging on the keys, singing I Want to Be Like Mike. Everybody's laughing. Um, it was just a crazy, crazy moment. Terrific work, and we encourage you to find that or uh, Magic Weekly with Jake Chapman on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Orlando Magic Audio Network, that was Magic Weekly. Now on Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia, myself, and George Galante, caught up with Jameer Nelson, uh, who offered his thoughts on a number of topics, but let's get you an excerpt from Jameer. You've gotten to see Markel Fultz yeah. close by in Philadelphia the last couple of years. And just first as a former point guard, just how happy are you for him being healthy and having the year that he was having? And, and two, just as an NBA fan, just kind of give us some sort of a sense, maybe what he went through up there and, and how great this is just to see him back playing again. Well, I, you know, personally, I mean, I, I know him a little bit. I, I um, played pickup with him a few times, spoke to him over the phone, actually had a nice conversation with his mom, All-Star Weekend. Um, I'm happy for the kid. I mean, you know, Philly Philly fans and Philly media can be really tough on um, athletes, especially you, your number one pick. They yeah. expect you to come and be this superstar. Well, not every one, number one pick is going to be a superstar. Um, you know, the, the one thing about him is you can see how strong he is mentally to overcome the things that he had overcome here in Philly and to be the player he is now. And, it, and it, he's still young. I mean, I'm – if I had to guess, I don't know how old he is. I bet he's not 21. Uh, I think he just, I think turned, he just turned 21. Just yeah, turned 21. You know, yeah, he just turned 21. Right. So he's 21 years old. You have to be – like, people expect you to be a finished product nowadays at 20, 21 years old. Right. It's not going to register or it's not going to be that for everybody. Everybody's not going to be a LeBron. Everybody's not going to be a Kobe. Um or KD, like any old special guys who who came into the league right away and, and put their foot and put their stamp in an organization. Um, and, and you can see he, he's he's developing well there. And there's people there that believe in him, obviously. I'm not saying people in Philly did it, but some people need to be loved a little different. Some people need to be taught a little different. And sometimes you just need to get away from a certain uh, environment to succeed. And, and um you know, he, he's, he's in a great spot. I've I spoken to him. I've spoken to Cliff about him. Um, I mean, other people in the organization, I'm, I'm just happy for him that he's found a home 
um, or a place that he can come home. Again, in its entirety, orlandomagic.com slash podcast. We have a number of them up there. Pod Squad, presented by Kia, comes out tomorrow with Jameer Nelson. Magic Weekly is out right now. Down the Road Podcast with Nick Grunowitz and Troy Copain is out right now. So again, uh, whatever you're into, you can find it. orlandomagic.com backslash podcast. That'll do it for another edition of Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Monday, 6 o'clock, right here on 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Hey, Magic fans, are you holding your phone right now? As of January 1, 2020, motorists can be stopped and issued a citation for texting and driving. Motorists can also be cited for not using their device in a hands-free manner when in school and work zones. One text can take your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's like driving twice the length of a basketball court with your eyes closed. To win while driving, you must focus. Put it down and focus on driving to arrive alive. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and motor vehicle.